This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. It's me, Roz. I was reunited with my old friend, Laganja Estranja, who you might know from RuPaul's Drag Race. She has incredible music. My favorite song by hers is called Legs Overhead, Like a Pretzel. Well, it's just, I think it's just called Legs, but it's a great song. <laughs> She and I used to work together a lot, doing drag queen things. Haven't seen her in a while. It's actually been a few years since she was on. She was on one time, a couple of years back. Go back and listen if you want. She's got, does she, does she believe in ghosts and paranormal stuff? I don't know. It's, it's a whole conversation. You'll see what I'm talking about. But we'll get into that in a moment. I also have been loving doing these listener episodes so please if you've been thinking about it it's time send it over ghosted by Roz at gmail.com subject line listener episode bullet points giving me some details about the kind of stories we would talk about that would be great patreon.com slash Roz link in the description of this episode that's where you will find videos every week and solo episodes of just me talking about ghosts and paranormal shit Anyway, here we go. Here's me talking to one of the funniest people I know. God, I love her. Laganja Estranja. Oh, on with the show. Uh-oh, look who's back. Laganja. Look who's desperate for guests. <laughs> no, are you I kidding? Said, I can't believe they're having me back on the show after I was like, I don't believe in any of that shit. You're one of our favorites of all time. Oh, stop. You were an early guest. You were definitely an early my, ghoul. Yes. You were yeah. you were by far one of my 
my first skeptics. I don't have on very skeptics. Many, oh, is that my title? <laughs> I don't have on these kinds of people that come in here and say ghosts aren't real. This is all dumb. But if you didn't hear the first podcast, I didn't say they weren't real. I just said I choose not to believe in them because I'm not trying to get scared. Yeah, you're one of those people. So that I believe says, in them. Yeah, exactly. I just don't allow them to enter my atmosphere. So you just think that if we talk about it or if you entertain the idea, then that means you're going to get possessed or not something. necessarily possessed, but I think. If you are, you know, summoning the spirits, you're going to get them. Whereas I'm like, I'm not. I believe that you have those experiences, but they're not allowed or welcome in my space. So what what involves summoning a spirit? I mean, I just think in general, talking about them and like having an entire podcast around them, I think you're welcoming the spirits into your atmosphere. It's I'm telling you the opposite. Oh, so you think if you talk about them, that they stay away? I I mean, I've said this so many times on this podcast, but I find that ghosts are like, we don't want to be on her podcast. <laughs> they think that I'm... I'm not for sure that's just ghosts. Wow. <laughs> well, you sh- you started with the shots we've been fired. Fighting, we've been fighting since you came in here. I haven't seen you in a year. The girls are fighting. Yes. Um, so this is going to be Paranormal Jerry Springer. I love it. And I'm ready to bring the drama. <laughs> I did not come here to make friends. I came here to talk about ghosts. This isn't ghost best friends race. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Okay. So you have not had any ghost experiences since we talked, class. No. The hex that I put on you, it hasn't worked. Didn't work. Not a not a stitch, not an itch, not a scratch, no spooky sounds at night. I mean no, girl. I'm trying. No ghosts up in here. Okay, no aliens. Now, I haven't had any alien encounters, but (laughs) um, I do love a good alien vibration. In fact, I have been hooked on this show called A Friend of the Family. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. You really haven't? No. I thought you were into all things spooky, ooky, kooky. Uh, There's a lot of spooky, ooky, kooky. It's true. There's all the streaming. I can't keep up. Yeah, yeah. Where is that? This one is on Peacock. The friend of the family. And it stars Sookie from True Blood, Anna Paquin. Okay. Right. So I thought maybe she would have lured you in. See, I thought you were talking about Demi Lovato's alien show on Peacock because she is a friend of the Does family. Does she really? She has, yes. She goes UFO hunting. Oh, yeah. I think Peacock. I saw her sing to the ghosts that were non binary exactly. or something like of this nature. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that crazy bitch. <laughs> well, this show is based on a true story. And it is about a man who abducted a child. He's a pedophile. And he basically made her, encouraged her, uh, indoctrinated her. uh, What's the other word? Groomed her into believing in aliens. And he made these alien spirits tell her that they had to have sex with him and have a Bailey. A Bailey. Wow. Have a baby in order to survive the alien apocalypse. It's really crazy. And he kidnaps her not only once but twice. And he also sleeps with the mother and father. So it's a very, very twisted story. I actually saw the documentary first, but the uh, fictional series is amazing. And yeah, it's like the when you were like, so what can we talk about? I'm like, well, we can talk about that show. But does that have anything to do with actual aliens? Or no. Is it, yeah, it sounds more like a creepy man. Yeah. I I had to stop myself there. You were setting me up for a punchline, but I said, don't do it, girl. Don't do it. We're trans sisters. We should do a podcast called Transistor Radio. Okay. Trans I can get into this. TRS. TRS. Instead of TRL, we're TRS. TRS. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So this is not a alien thing. It is an alien thing. He makes her believe in aliens and because at the time, I think it's like 70s, 80s, there was all like the aliens on TV and the UFOs and Area 51. By the way, I just went to Area 15 in Vegas. Well, it's like a knockoff of Area 51, but it's Area 15. It's where Meow Wolf is housed. Do you know Meow Wolf? I I don't know what any of the stuff is that you're talking about. Well, this is great. This is why you have me on this podcast. Tell me, what's Meow Wolf? So Meow Wolf is an incredible art installation that started in Santa Fe, New Mexico with very little money and became a huge success. It's sort of like an interactive Instagram museum. Now that's really downplaying it because it's much more artistic than that, but For most people to understand, it's like a bunch of different installations, very artfully done. So a lot of people go just to take their picture, but a lot of people go to discover the story of each, you know, individual um, Meow Wolf. So it started in Santa Fe, became a huge deal. Now Vegas has one. Denver has one. 
and I forget where the the most newest one is going, but they've exploded. And the one in Vegas is all based off of a grocery store. So each one has its own story and its own nuances. The one in Santa Fe is based off an old creepy house. It's really, really cool. But Area 15 in Vegas is sort of a... I don't know, an interactive mall, one might say. Are it's, there aliens? Um, no. <laughs> but it's based on aliens in Area 51. That's what I'm saying. I'm adjacent. You know, I'm, okay. I'm ghosted adjacent. I okay. get ghosted. But that's really about, you know, as far as it goes for me. Well, I want to know what you think about, like, Bigfoot. No. What do you mean, no? I just think no. What do you mean, no, no? I think no. Like, but Bigfoot isn't real. I just don't believe in it. It's like Santa Claus, you know? I just, it's not real. What about Santa Claus? Well, he's not up in no North Pole. He's on our television screens at Christmas. I just noticed your evil eyes. That's right. I had to protect myself from you today. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I knew you were going to come through Comfort with the, the spook Part two of my hex. <laughs> um, okay, well, there's a bunch of different kinds of, have you ever heard the term cryptid? I've heard of crypto. I've spent many of man's crypto coin, honey, in order to get to this place today and look this gorge. Well, these crypto cryptid, are they real? Is it fake? Is it all a scam? Okay, yeah. Um, cryptids are like Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. But she's got... Now, see, I might believe in the Loch Ness. Now, why? But, What's because different? the ocean is unknown and the underwater is unknown. But that's unknown. not the ocean. That's well, like it's a underwater. Sea. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like we don't know enough about underwater creatures. So I'm like, well, I could maybe believe in Miss Loch Ness. You know? Okay. It seems more believable. A Bigfoot, it's like giving me, like, I don't know, a caveman that went wrong and now it's Bigfoot or I don't know. I'm just not. You looked right at me when you said caveman. <laughs> well. <go wrong>. <laughs> well. <laughs> We're cutting You're up. seeing what you wanted um, to see. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you about a famous story. Okay, I'm excited. Let me get my sparkling water. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. ASMR. That was tight. Um, okay, this is a story known as the Enfield Horror. Emphasis on horror. Horror. Uh-huh. With an H, not uh-huh. a W. Right. Um, not not to be confused with the Enfield poltergeist. That is what the second Conjuring movie is based on, a real story that happened in England, a family that was getting haunted. I liked number one. Number two was a little eh for me. Yeah, that's the Enfield poltergeist. This is the Enfield okay. horror. Okay. Different altogether. So this is the Bigfoot story. Sort of. Sort of. Okay. It happened in 1973 in Enfield, Illinois. You ever performed in Enfield, Illinois? Already scared. Yeah, terrified. Um, a man named Henry McDaniel comes home from work one night. It's 10 p.m. He is a single father. He's got two children, 12 and 15. And the kids, when he comes into the house, the lights are on. He's like, why aren't, why aren't you guys sleeping? And they're like, oh, my God, Dad, the craziest shit just happened. There was something. They're saying shit at 12 and 15? I don't know. Horrible parenting. <laughs> he was a single father. He was working late. Horrible. They're like, there's, some, there's something is trying to get into our house. They're like, someone's scratching on the front door. They're like, the AC unit, something is trying to like take it out of the wall. <sighs> And he's like, okay, like, come on. He thinks the kid are telling a tall tale. Exactly. Right. So they're like, Dad, it happened like two seconds ago. Go out there. So he goes out there. Monster. No. He sees a monster. A beast! Yes. (laughs) Beast! Uh And he sees that the AC unit is, like, dangling out. Well, that's expensive to replace. That was rude, Bigfoot. Well, it wasn't Bigfoot. What he sees... Is oh, he describes as having a short little body with three legs. Ooh. Not Jiggly Caliente. <laughs> a short body, three legs, <laughs> three legs, short little arms, and claws coming out of its breast area. No. And big red eyes that are as big as flashlights with a grayish color skin around four and a, four and a half feet tall. Wow. He slams the door. He's like, I'm getting my gun. He comes out. He shoots it. He actually does get it. And he says it hisses like a wild cat. And then it leaps 50 feet, three different jumps. 50 feet. So it was basically like, let's get physical. Exactly. Right. And it's out of there. No. 
And the cops show up. They don't see it, but there are tracks. So the cops say he seems sober. There seems because no. that was my first question. This you man sounds a little sober. drug. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well. The next day, the cop, um, the cop goes around the neighborhood asking witnesses, and this little boy was like, "Actually, right before this happened at nine thirty p.m." The man's thing happened at 10. He's like, I was in my front yard playing and this monster jumped on my feet and it ripped my shoes to shreds. So this monster is a ripper. It rips out AC units. It rips it's shoes. It's trying to rip. It probably rips tracks off online. It's going to let it rip. Down. Uh-huh. Oh. They were thinking that maybe this was a kangaroo. Because the way, like, the tail looks like three legs. Yeah, and and it's got the arms out of its breasts. Funny story. It was a kangaroo. McDaniel. Well, because maybe they're like, this is Tiger King shit. Like, somebody's got a kangaroo. It's jumped out. But how does a kangaroo with its little arms rip out the AC unit? Well, McDaniel, the man, coincidentally, was in the Army at one point. I believe it was the Army. Some service military service he was stationed in australia at one point and at the base that he was at they had kangaroos and he's like that is no kangaroo okay what i shot was not a kangaroo. he was familiar he, he's like i know kangaroos right so then a couple i think it was a couple days later or a couple weeks later may 6 he wakes up in the middle of the night because he hears the neighborhood dogs howling <gasps> the dogs are barking uh-oh you know what that means he goes outside and there's the monster again. No. Did you take a picture? No, because this is the 70s. You got to think oh, okay. about what a camera was like. Okay, okay, okay. So Interesting that now we have cameras. We don't have footage of any of this stuff. But I, no do, tea. I do bring that up a lot. Uh-huh. I think that a lot of these good stories uh-huh. are from a time when people were high on drugs. Did they, do people not do drugs anymore? They do, but they have cell phones now, so they can take pictures of these things they think they might see. Okay, so... <laughs> He goes outside, and it's by the, his nearby railroad tracks, which these poor kids, they live next to the railroad tracks. I would tracks. say it's always by the railroad tracks. He does not shoot at it, and he says that it's not in any hurry. It's just, like, mosing down the tracks. Interesting. And then a radio DJ named Rick Rainbow, maybe Randy Rainbow's right. dad? Long-lost <laughs> father-in-law. Rick Rainbow, the DJ... Goes down to the railroad tracks with three other people, and he sees it running from them um, near an abandoned building. And allegedly, he tape-recorded it wailing. Okay. Do we have an audio recording? We don't have it. What kind of research is done on this show? I No, I did the research. I actually <laughs> found that the, it's not available for public consumption. Okay, so it is available. It's just not available for so us. A private person, like an owner, somebody owns it. Locked in Area 51. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or Area whatever. 15 in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so another night, it, this is all within the same time period. Cops are called, and there's five drunken men with guns in the woods and they're shooting at it and they they said that they saw the same creature in the bushes <laughs> um mm-hmm. what what were they doing in those bushes <laughs> sounds like somebody was cruising <laughs> oh maybe mm-hmm. five drunk men in the bushes oh i've uh, been there before a man with three legs mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about sis so Back to this little boy from the story earlier. The little boy later confessed that he didn't actually see the monster. He was teasing the man, his neighbor, the man, and also he wanted new shoes. So this was all a ruse. So he kind of he kind of came on the record making up, but people suspect that his mother maybe made him. Because I don't know, it's like weird when you're like saying I saw a monster, and people and like maybe his mom was like, "Tell them you didn't see a monster." My people, people think that my child is seeing a monster. Right, we're gonna have know. to send you away. So, um, and this man, like, he wasn't trouble. Like, there was all the reason to believe that he was not making this up. And his kids saw it. There was tracks, whatever. And then abruptly, the sightings just ended. And apparently, there were UFO sightings around that area at that time. Some people think maybe it was somehow connected. But that's pretty much the full story. Wow. Do you believe it? No. <laughs> Not a stitch. 
Well, sounds like the kid made it up, the dad was high, and the gays in the forest were just down for a good time. That's what it sounds like to me, doll. Of course it does to you. Well, I did a lot of research, and this all took place in Illinois. Okay. And Illinois That's your first red flag. Why? I just think Illinois, girl. Those people are We went to Illinois together. Did we? With the mean gays. We went to Chicago. It was freezing. It was. Um, Okay. Illinois is known for having big creatures like this. Really? This is not the only one. Okay. There is an area. Well, there is there is a type of monster. Uh-huh. Kind of a category of monsters. Okay. That is known in the industry as an abominable snowman. Swamp slob. Uh, also known abbreviated uh, uh, Ass monster. Okay, yeah, I knew where this was going. We got this is ass my kind everywhere. of monster. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you about some of these ass monsters. Okay. First up, she burst onto the scene in the summer of 1973 in southwestern Illinois when a teenage couple was making out in their car one night. She's standing at seven feet tall and weighing about 350 pounds with white fur covered in mud. This glamazon is known for her foul scent and her ability to let out blood-curdling shrieks. Plug your nose and wipe your feet. It is the Murfreesboro Mud Monster. Work queen. <laughs> I'll show you what she looks like. I can't believe this is a real segment right now. I'm living for this. This is her. Oh, she's giving me kooky. Yeah. She's definitely She's kooky. hunched for the dolls. But she's far from the only queen we have. We've also got... This next queen, this old gal was first spotted in 1879 when a fisherman noticed a large creature in a pond. She is a serpent-like slitherer with dark green skin as large as a telephone pole. Though the pond was eventually drained that she was found in, there was never any body that was found, but somehow, some way, she has been said to stick boats so hard that they almost tip. Legendary. Get your tips out. My anaconda don't want none unless you got ponds, hun. It's the stump pond monster, mama. <laughs> I can't even take you seriously. This might right be now. her. I don't know. This is just sort uh, of a okay, serpent Okay, she's giving me anaconda vibes. She's definitely anaconda like. Yeah, JLo better watch out. And we got one last one okay. for you. Bring you up to the stage. It's. She was first sighted in 1963 in northwestern Harrisburg, Illinois, when an 11-year-old boy ran to police claiming that a monster was on the loose. She has been seen walking on two legs and four legs. Versatility. She's reported to have an anteater-like snout. She's not afraid of humans, and she will walk right up to you. So hide your ants, because she will eat... It is the Tuttle Bottoms monster. Oh, yeah. I think I know her. The Tuttle's Bottom. Yeah, I've met her before. Let me see this picture. Oh, yeah, I've met her. Mm-hmm. The Tuttle Bottoms I've seen monster. her before, yeah. She likes to hang around uh, Silver Lake. Yeah. <laughs> She's one of those Echo Park dolls. So those are just a couple of ass monsters. Ass for you. monsters, yeah. Actually, to be fair, the, um, the pond... Stump Pond Monster is not technically an ass monster, ah. but I liked her, so I let her slide. So you just slipped her into the category. I slipped her into the category. Well, tens across the board. That was excellent. Thank you. I had no idea we were going into such a fierce segment, and I really got my life. What did you expect? It was everything to me. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, The key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. 
explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. You want to talk about a UFO from your home state? From Texas. From Texas. From Texas. Double dollar sign. Ass monsters. No. So tell me, tell me, tell me the tea. Okay. I will. Okay. This one is known as the Stephenville UFO case. Uh oh. The year was 2008. The, the fucking background music <laughs> right now is too much for me. This took place in the small town of Stevensville, Texas. It's known as the dairy capital of Texas. And one night, a UFO got low, I can't take low, you low, low. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that was it? That was it. That so was it. over 30 residents of <laughs> this small town <laughs> saw this UFO getting low, 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 low. Okay. They said what it, happened, girl? They said it was gigantic. A pilot named Steve Allen was camping with some friends. Now, this is a pilot. Okay. He knows things up in the sky. That's right. He's with some friends camping, and he described it as a mile long and half a mile wide. Can you believe that? A UFO. A mile long. No, I really can't. Is that like a football field or like half a football field? No, that's like, no, a football field is not a mile. It's not? No. I thought I ran around the track in high school and that was like a mile. Oh, but not just. (laughs) Math was never my strong suit. So he said that it was traveling at an amazing speed without making any sound. He said that he saw an arch shape turn into a vertical shape, and then it split and formed into two. And then it just, he says, turned into just fire, and it was gone. A city councilman said that the witnesses are not used to this kind of thing, and they are not crazy UFO nuts. And I found a video allegedly from <gasps> this sighting. Now you know I love videos. Let me see. Okay. You know, that's one thing I know about you, Laganja. I, I'm a visual learner. I need to see it to believe it. That's it over there in the I distance? I mean, it's a 2008 video, but that's big and bright at nighttime. Well, honey, it's Texas, and you know what they say about Texas. The stars <laughs> at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Oh, my God. Wait, I have an idea. This is a, a news report. Did you just unplug my mic? <laughs> no. Fucking bitch. This is a news report from that time. Okay. Stephenville, Texas is a typical American small town. The folks here are proud of their high school's football team and proud to be the number one dairy county in the state. Stephenville may be typical, but what's happening in the skies above it is a whole nother story. It kind of is the talk of the town right now. Angela Joyner is a reporter with the town's newspaper. She's now on the strangest and possibly the biggest story of her life. For days, people have been emailing and calling the newsroom saying they've seen a UFO. It was very intense, bright lights. I keep hearing that over and over and over, and they cut, they spanned a wide area. It was so fast when it took off, you know, and it made not a sound. Ricky Sorrells was deer hunting in these woods when he says the UFO stopped and hovered just over his head. And I did just like this, and I could see it. And if you look at the trees, You know, it's right here. I mean, it's 300 foot up, right here. Sorrell's thought about shooting at the object, but didn't want to start an interstellar war. So he lowered his gun and hightailed it back to the house. He still isn't sure what he saw. 
I would like to think that it was man-made. I would like to think that. Uh, to know that, I don't know. It's real. Girl, why is it always the country bumpkins that be seeing the aliens, though? What do you mean? Well, I was just out there with Sally in the field, and we looked up, we saw a UFO. I just don't know. It's always the country folk that see the aliens. Well, because, first of all, there's no pollution in the sky out in the... True. There you go. True. Hello. But, like, why can't a doctor see it? You know, like, let's get... A pilot. That man was a pilot? No, but one of these Okay, I was about to say, you ain't flying my plane. Uh-uh. I'm getting off that, baby. Because the only thing he looked like he how to fly is the bullet know. into the I'm deer's ass. <laughs> little green men. According to the mutual UFO network, oh, there are about God, 200 Aren't you glad you had me back? Yeah. Your I listeners are like, I wish I hate you so much. I know. Um, okay. The feelings mutual, though. <clears throat> Let me tell you about a couple of other things in Texas, Texas that I found. Texas. I, I mean, love Texas stories. Texas, it goes Florida and then Texas. Do you know what I mean? Like, Florida well, is the kookiest. Texas is huge. So, like, that's true. Some of these stories, okay. There's this story around San Antonio area. This is from Caller Times, no, caller.com. And sounds very reputable. A publication called <laughs> The Caller Times. Very reputable. Mm-hmm. So they say that in 1975, on Halloween at this nightclub, this handsome young man in all white goes into the club and. He's a talented dancer, and all the ladies are going crazy for him. Okay. This is at a place called El Camaroncito. Oh. And as the evening's going on, things take a horrific turn when one of his dancing partners look down at his feet. They scream in terror, break free of his grip, and they point downward and... Patrons gasp and shriek as they notice that his toes had transformed into long, clawed chicken feet. Girl, no, that's a lie. Chicken feet, chicken feet, man. No. So some say that. So now there's here's a little bit of debate. Others say that it was goat hooves. Oh, girl, you see, this is the game of telephone. Somebody <laughs> told it was chicken feet. Now it's goat hooves, and girl. Either way, people believe that it was actual the devil. And after an uncomfortable silence, the man dashed into the men's room and supposedly vanished out of a window. When he left, there was a cloud of smoke and a strong sulfuric smell. Well, you know, you know, I do believe that the sulfur is tied into the extraterrestrial. I think he had a fart. Well, that too. He he really had to go. But I do believe that sulfur smell isn't it tied into the extra people say. To yeah, the, I to believe the that. Extra. The extras out there. Um. To, yeah, people say that that's a demon smell. Um. Really? I mean, they say that demons smell that way. Not that that smell. Because sometimes my shower be smelling real sulfuric. So don't be telling me that's no demon up in my shower. I mean, I think it's a happy water ghost. It smells like a demon. It might be. So it says throughout the years, the building has changed. It's now closed. But people still smell the sulfur lingering. You see? So you don't believe that there was a man with chicken feet? No. That part I don't believe. Goat hooves. No. No. You're no fun. I told you I'm not. That sounds like you really want to have me back up on your show. You know I don't believe okay. none of this. What about the old fang baby of old Pearsall Road? Fang bang. I could get into it. Let's hear. <laughs> Let's hear. Fang baby. Oh, fang baby. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about all that. Babies in are 19- already crazy to me. I told you. In 1960, a group of friends were driving home late at night on old Pearsall Road road mm-hmm. after a night of drinking the driver suddenly swerved see again once you say stuff like after a night of drinking girl we're supposed to take these people serious they were drinking yes okay why not so the driver suddenly i mean now again i don't encourage people to drink or drive no please don't driver, i already have a dui it was not worth it, it cost me ten thousand oh dollars no. i had a breathalyzer just don't do it mary don't do it uber is of existing for a reason did you see a fang baby Baby? I did not see a fang bang. Fang baby. I can't say it. Okay, fang so, baby. So the driver suddenly swerves and landed into the ve- landed the vehicle in brush off the shoulder of the road. He thought he saw a toddler wearing a white shirt and a diaper with a bloody mouth. 
The friends argued about whether the baby was in the street or not, but the driver insisted it wasn't, and he drove home. The next day, the driver decided to return to the area to do some further investigating to see of what he thought was what he saw was real. While he was on the road, he got a flat tire. It was so badly damaged that he did not notice two puncture marks on it. And the thing, baby. After changing the tire, he returned inside his car, <laughs> grabbed a beer out of his cooler. Oh, here took, we go with the drinking again. Took a sip, and then he dozed off. He was awakened when he felt a sharp pain on the side of his neck. There was a toddler, the one that he saw the night before, standing on his lap with blood dripping out of its mouth. And now he's in a stain asylum. Fang baby. <laughs> you don't believe in fang baby? Yeah, I could believe it. Yeah? Yeah, I could believe Why that one. That? Well, I just think kids are evil. So I could just see an evil kid. I don't know if it actually had fangs, but I could see a kid biting a man. Sure. I love fang baby. Yeah, you, you give me that vibe. Okay, let's do... She's like, please let there be one story this bitch will believe in. Okay, we'll do one more. It's got to be something where they aren't drunk. And there can't be creatures. Well, I don't and have anything, though. Hooves and, you know, tails. Okay. The Lake Worth Monster. Well, you know how I feel about the, the lakes and the ocean. So I'm already on, I'm on board. I'm it's buckled up. The Goat Man Legend. Didn't occur until July. The goat man. What did I tell you about all these half creatures, half mans? Nay. <laughs> is what I have to say to you. Tell this fucking story, bitch. So the goat man. Uh-huh. <laughs> this legend did not happen until July of 1969 when local citizens of Fort Worth. <gasps> Very close to my home. Reported that they saw a creature that looked like a half man, half goat with fur, and it had scales. Newspapers in the area reported the alleged sightings, including one where the monster landed on a man's car after jumping out of a tree, and another where it threw an automobile tire at a group of people. Fang baby tire. Alan Plaster... Plastered. <laughs> he was not plastered. Yeah, uh-huh. But he was the first to photograph the alleged creature the same year. Newspapers published it, and locals headed to the lake at night to try and get a glimpse of the Lake Worth monster. Look at this. Let right me see there. it. Let me see. Girl. That looked like a piece of lint. That's the goat man. You believe that. Like, truly. You believe that. Yes. <laughs> I think you have to say that because this is your podcast. Local Girl, police investigated the that claims. that picture again and tell me you believe that. There was no evidence found in the area. Thank the you. The legend goes that if you're on the lake in the evening, listen carefully and you will hear its cries. Wait, waiting to shriek at the most opportune time. So if you, if I told you to go there all night, would you go? No. I told you I'm not inviting this shit into my life. Because if it is real, I don't want to be around it. But that, I have to admit, that this picture looks not great. That looks suspicious. It was 1969. Okay, now that's better than 2008 video footage. Right. Because that should have been okay. We had iPhones by then. Mm. But here, I don't know. It looks like his girlfriend put on a little sheet and went outside <laughs> and they took a picture, girl. And they were like, oh, we got the goat man. Okay, you want to hear about a haunted doll on eBay? Okay, I could get into this. Okay. This is a doll currently for sale, and her name is... She hasn't been bought yet? No, oh. but she could be. She's like you and me. If you want me to buy her for Pending. You, this is her... No, I don't want it. This is Cassandra. She's got a cute little outfit on, though. I like that. Pinstripe, She's classic. not great at pictures. No. This picture, she's definitely... Laid back. She's definitely literally laying with on her, her mind back. on her money and her money on her mind. Exactly. Well, yeah. she is up for sale right now. Okay. Um, How much is she running for? What's her nightly fee? Hang on a second. Let me make sure. Oh, got it wrong. That was not Cassandra. I apologize. <gasps> oh, you bitch. That was Nico. Okay. Nico is currently going for $63.99. And what do they say about Miss Nico? 
or well, Mr. Nico or a sh- non-binary. I don't we know. We don't. I don't. And I think it's it's a he. It says. Okay. Okay. It says Nico has often communicated that he died after he was petting a horse on his dad's farm and it kicked him. He does not like horses, so if you have one, do not adopt Nico. Nico is hilarious and he always makes jokes about horses. Nico likes glue because it's made of horses. And he also likes to be around drinking and weed. So he should go to a better home where weed is possibly decriminalized or legal and a home with someone who also drinks from time to time. Nico is a party animal and really likes girls as well. Nico loves to talk and play. He is very active and a positive spirit, but he falls over a lot, especially when he is high or drunk. And he communicates very effectively by all viable methods. Is that the literal description on eBay? Yeah. $63.99. That's why he was laying like that, because he was drunk. Okay. He was passed out. You see the common theme here, right? I don't have to keep pointing it out. That the doll was drunk? Sounds like people are drunk when they're seeing this stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I think someone who was inebriated wrote that eBay description. If I bought this for you, would you bring it into your house? Sure. You would. Just to prove you, you wrong. you say you don't want to welcome this kind of stuff. I don't, but if you paid the $63, girl, I would do it. For a night, just for a joke. For a night? For a joke? For a joke, yeah. Like, ooh, spooky doll. And then the minute something might actually have happened, I'd freak no, out and you get would, that I'm out. No, I'm not going to do What am I going to do with it after a night? Girl, give it to someone else who doesn't believe. No. If you if I buy it for you, it's yours. I'm not keeping that shit, girl. I ain't got room. I live in a small bungalow. Uh-huh. I don't have space for creepy Nico. Chicken. Chicken Although feet. it said it was interested in it said it was chicken. interested in women who get high. So maybe we could relate to one another. Your chicken feet are showing. Buck, buck, well, buck, buck. I told you. I believe, but I'm not welcoming it. You do- buy it for yourself and put it in your own I don't damn want house. That. I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> then I would hate you. I don't need this enabler around. <laughs> okay, you want to hear some ghost voices? Don't look! Wait, you're going to do the voices or we're going to hear actual audio clips? You just looked. I didn't see it, hun. Yes, this is what I do on every single episode, including the other time you were on this five you play years it. ago. Um Yes. Yeah, I like this part. It's time for EVPs or EVPs. Love it. Do you know? Do you remember what EVP stands for? Elevated. Nope. Variant puss. <laughs> no. What does that even mean, girl? What does any of this shit mean? You got chicken feet and high babies and fang teeth talls and I mean, girl. Bang babies. Was it really five years ago when I was last on this podcast? No, it wasn't that long ago. I was like, Jesus, I'm getting old. No, but I've done this podcast for four. <gasps> that is amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. It is no small feat. Small chicken feet. Chicken feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This first EVP electronic voice phenomenon. Phenomena. Dun, 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 dun. Phenomena. Chicken feet. Fang baby. No, it doesn't work. Um, this comes from Oklahoma Ghost Chasers. It's real. They have a great YouTube channel. I love their EVPs. I don't know exactly where this place is, but they say it's from their inv- their pink house investigation. So some house that was pink and has a ghost in it is where they captured this voice. Tell me what it's saying. You're kidding me, right? One that's, more time. That's not what they think it's like. Tell me. I think this is a really good one. Don't eat me? What is it saying? That's not what they think. Is it A. Hey, Tony. B. Do not leave. C. Get away from me. Or D. Tuna, please. I think it's tuna, please. Let me hear it again. No, again. Don't leave. Do not leave. Yeah, do not leave. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. 
So wait, what's the T? What did they think it said? Do not leave. Oh, that, I, I got the right answer? You did. <gasps> I'm so good at this game. I love it. Um, okay, the next one, same YouTube channel. I don't know what the location is. But the research for this show is really they in They didn't post it. <laughs> Turn it. That's what I heard. Turn it. Turn it up? Turn it up. What are the choices? Turn it up, bitch. What are the choices? I like the multiple choice. Is it A, Tina Turner? <laughs> B, turn that off. C, you better. Or D, turn around every now and then. <laughs> it has to be B. Turn it off. That's it. Yeah. Turn that off. Turn that off. I heard it. Turn that off. Those are good EVPs. Those are scary. And so Fine. what? The You're people, pretty good at that. The people from Oklahoma go and record this? Yeah. They go ghost hunting and they capture it. Mm-mm. Since you got both of those right, I'm going to buy you that eBay doll. No, thanks, girl. I'll uh, pass. I'll pass. You know, I, I'll find some other things on eBay you can get me for sure. <laughs> okay. Maybe a spooky-inspired Luke? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's wrap it up here. This has been fun. <laughs> has it? It's been an experience. It's definitely right. One for the books. She's like, it'll be another five years before we yeah, reach out to you again. Exactly. Um, I'm just going to list. This is going to be real interesting with you. Okay. I'm just going to list a bunch of different paranormal type stuff. Uh-huh. And I want you to tell me what you think of it, if you have a story. Okay. What do you think? Do you think mermaids are real? I do. You know, I believe in evolution, and I believe, like, at some point, you know, yeah, we didn't have legs, and we had different bottom feeders, and so, yeah, I could see there being a a mermaid tail. So you mean to tell me that there was a time when humans cannot put their legs overhead like a pretzel? I do. I don't believe in chicken feet, but, like, coming from a fish into a human, I could see that being real. But a chicken into a human, I just don't know. I don't know. Also, I want to believe in mermaids, right? So that's part of it. Okay. The want so to believe, believe is a, everything. A person could be half fish, half human, but not half Half human. chicken, half goat. No, none of those. Just fish. I told you the ocean is weird and we don't know enough about <clears throat> it, so I could see it. When I hear about half chicken, half humans, I say hanny. <laughs> Anything is possible. Hen. No, I, I got it. Because the hen. Right. Chicken. Okay. Egg what first or what? do you think about demons? Do you believe that those are real? Yeah, I do. I don't know that I believe in like demons as like the devil with a red tail and a pitchfork. But I think like you can be your own demon to yourself. Like you mm. can go to a really dark place and like you could be a demon to yourself. But what if someone's like there's a demon in this house? Who's that? Do you think that's real? I do. I believe in like possession and stuff. You do? I do. Yeah. Okay. So you think that a demonic presence can go inside of a human's body? I do, but I think you have to believe in it and welcome it. So like I think like you know there's religions, was it at Catholics that like believe in all that? Yeah, yeah. So I think those people are going to be more susceptible to something like that happening as opposed to somebody like me who's like I don't believe in that. It would be harder for that demonic presence to come into me because I'm not believing in it or welcoming it. Whereas someone who's you a religion. Huh? You do believe in it. Yeah, but not really. Do you see what I mean? I'm like very on the fence. I'm very Switzerland. Okay. But people who like have a religion and they're like, you know, going and talking to the priest and being like, oh my God, I jacked off to Mary's picture or whatever. And like those people, I could see. They could maybe get the demons inside them. Okay. Oh, good. What do you think about synchronicities? Like, just in everyday life, are you the kind of person that goes, whoa, the fact that that happened at that time, it's a sign? No. Really? You don't read into any of that kind of stuff? No, I believe everything happens for a reason. But I don't necessarily believe, like, at 11-11, I got lucky with this audition, and that was... uh, uh, No. Mm -mm. I don't think I believe that. Okay. 
but you believe everything happens for a reason. I do, absolutely. See, no, I do too, but people love to tell me, well, then that means bad things happen for a reason. I do believe that. That gets tricky for me. Really? I mean, I don't think that it's my business knowing the reason for everything. Me either. I don't need to know why. I just know it does happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think usually bad things happen for us to learn from them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about past lives? Definitely believe in it. You do? I do. I believe in reincarnation for sure. Do you have any idea what you used to be? A gorgeous woman who was famous and like definitely did entertainment for sure. I definitely think that's like in my long line of soul life. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you think you were a chicken lady at one point? No. Maybe a bearded lady, but not a chicken lady. Yeah, it, that is kind of an interesting thought. Well, it kind of goes back to what I was saying, too, about how energy can't be created or destroyed. So I, I definitely believe in this idea that like when we die, our energy, our presence, our soul is recycled. It's like a hermit crab. Like The soul is like, you ever see like a hermit crab and it's like all of a sudden. What's you with weird feet? Just listen. Okay. You ever see, it's so sad, like a hermit crab, but it's like in a 7-Up can. Or like it's it had to find a new shell. You know what I mean? Like it was done with its old house and moved into a new one. This show is fucking weird. But I feel like the hermit crab is our soul, and it goes... Like, we go into a new shell. Okay, I see the metaphors happening now. Yeah, yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. And right now, I'm in this old, empty 7-Up cup can. And I'm in Voss? Yeah. Like a glass Voss water bottle? You're in a shell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, no, I really do believe in past lives. I definitely believe in reincarnation. I definitely believe that... um, yeah, I've been I've been here before, for sure. I think deja vu's real. Now, deja vu, I think, is kind of like synchronicities. Okay. So you have moments where you're like, I already did this. Yep. Or like the whole double life idea. I kind of see that, too. Like, what uh, is that called? You know. Um, being on the down low? No. <laughs> no. Um, it's like a scientific name for it. and pe- quantum, quantum theory? Quantum physics? Okay. Yeah. Where there's like two of us, right? Like we're like split, and there's like another solar system where yeah, someone like us. Is li- yeah, stuff. I could see stuff like that being real. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. And so I think maybe that's sometimes what deja vu is happening is like maybe the other you has done that before, oh. or you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, that kind of goes along with time travel. Do you think? I don't know. I want it to be possible. I want it to be possible. But I don't know that I think it is. Would you want a time travel? Absolutely. Where? 1920s. Really? Yeah. I feel like it would I want to have a finger wave and... You want a finger what? A moonshine and a little speakeasy vibe and... Yeah. I just always feel like it would be not as fun. Like it would be... First of all, I'm always like, what would I eat? Like... I'm the food would be disgusting. <laughs> Why is the food in the 1920s disgusting? Well, I'm like vegan pretty much. Well, then you're already eating disgusting. No, I eat great food. <laughs> Panda Express makes vegan food now. I had that last night. Isn't it good? What did you eat that was vegan? The orange chicken. They make beyond orange oh, chicken now. Oh, right, right, right. It's so good. Sire good. They didn't have that in the 20s. No. They have it in the 2020s. The 1920s, I would go back there. They'd be trying to feed me some mayonnaise all over a beef steak dripped in milk. What did they eat back then? Girl, I don't know, but I don't think they ate that. With some eggnog. What? I don't know, but that's... I know that they didn't have Panda Express orange chicken (laughs) beyond. Hey, if you're happy in the now, I support you. But good for you. I'm going to see, like, The Shining. You know The Shining? Of course. I'm going to see, like, a picture, and it's going to be you. Like, there's, like, a crowd of people behind you in the 20s. I'm like, oh, she made it. You know? She made it back to the 20s. I don't know. I just think it would be cool. Like, I would love to go to the 60s, too. I think that would be so fun. I would love to go to the 60s. Hey, Mama, welcome to the 60s. I feel like the food would be a little bit better. What is with you and the food and the time travel? Because, first of all, time travel is going to be exhausting. Right. It's probably going to take a lot out of your body. I'm going to get there. I'm going to be starving. (laughs) (laughs) 
What am I going to eat? A cracker. No. Some cheese. I don't eat cheese. Uh, some nut cheese. They didn't have that. Yes, they did. Oh. They probably did some weird hippie shit, you know. I'm sure. In the 60s, they had nut yeah, cheese. I'm... Trust. Didn't we talk about nut cheese? It's actually not bad. I've had it. Cashew. Was yeah. like made out of cashew. Yeah, yeah. It's ah, not yeah. cheese, but it was good. It's not cheese. Yeah, it's not cheese. It's not cheese. It's nacho. Um. Well, laganja. What a high note to end on. Am I saying that right? <laughs> um, this was uh, truly confrontational. Um, it was what confrontational. Did you like that? It was uncomfortable. I love that. It was. I love making comedians uncomfortable. That's like truly my favorite thing. You, um, you make people uncomfortable for a living. No, you I talk don't. about Not ghost stories. Yeah, you make people scared in their car on the way to work. So it's only fair that I switch it up and get you back, doll. Oh my god, you are ridiculous. <laughs> well, what do you have going on? Where are people gonna go see you? Where are people gonna ghost see me? I see what you did there. That was funny. That was cute. Um, well, you know, I'm all over the place these days. Yeah, I am you working. You are so busy. I tried 15 times to get you on. The reason that it's taken so long is because I asked you the week after you first came on this podcast three years ago to come on here and I have been trying since that day. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Yes, I have. You're fibbing. Well, you're, you're it's telling been a, about that long. You're telling a chicken tale. I've been um, I, uh, yes, I'm busy. I am working on several projects right now. The one I'm most excited about is called Misstep. It's a brand new uh, original musical that's hopefully going to Broadway in 2025. What? It's about a transgender woman who, uh, at the beginning of the musical, goes to her father, a estranged father's funeral, and finds out that the reason he was estranged is that he was actually gay and that he was like this incredible aerobics teacher and that he was going to do this one competition and at the very end, and he chickened out, pun intended. And so she creates her own team of misfits of non-binary gay trans individuals, and they go to compete in this competition and try to win it for him. Oh so I am God. co-choreographer on this. I'm working with a guy by the name of Connor Gallagher. He worked on the Tony-nominated musical um, Beetlejuice and did the actual choreography for that. So it's a it's a very big deal. I'm very excited. We're uh, straddling in between two different playhouses, the Village Theater out in Issaquah, which is right outside of Seattle, uh-huh. And Playwrights, which is uh, a very famous um, show house in New York. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that project because choreography is like my real passion as much as I love dragging and all of that. Yeah. Choreo is like what I was really, I feel born to do. When does it open? So, well, um, the first beta performance, which is sort of a, you know, a semi-fully realized production. We'll have costumes and set, but it'll be very minimal. It will be in Seattle opening up on February 12th. So that will be our our soft launch, if you will. And then hopefully if that goes well, we attract the attention of some commercial buyers. And then hopefully we do yeah. an off-Broadway and then eventually, you know, a Broadway. That's so great. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Let me I'm, see if I have any headshots in here. Oh, okay. She wants to audition? No. I'm about to say there's a big lead role. I can't We're dance. looking for trans people. Oh, yeah, no. you got to be able to dance. dance. But it's aerobics. Can't you do some it's choreography like for me? Can't you write a character in there? I mean, I worked with Trixie and Katya, so anything's possible. Oh, okay. You know? Um, the other thing I'm working on is my uh, new album. Well, EP. It's, an, it's a new EP called Daily Basis, which will hopefully be dropping in the beginning of next year. Very excited about that. Really going to try to focus on the music next year. I've decided yeah. that I am... You know, just over being hired to perform two songs in a meet and greet. It's just not really fulfilling to me anymore. So I want to be taken serious. As a musical artist, you know, people like Kim Petras have really inspired me to believe in myself as a musical artist. So I'm going to try to start doing like full 30 minute sets and travel with two (gasps) dancers and... You know, that's how you book me now. So Your music is so good. Thanks. I think so, too, you know? I love it. I think of all the Drag Race girls, mine definitely is in the top ten and stands out as, as real music, you know? I try to make things that are fun and gay, but that are also, like, pop music, like real music. So looking forward to that. And then um, I guess my other thing that I'm super excited about is just coming back to this podcast and talking more things yeah. spooky scary. And maybe having a ghost sighting so that I can come back on and be like, Please. girl, One of these I fully believe. Well, you know, I just did the Work the World tour this year, and we did travel to a lot of supposedly haunted theaters. 
Nothing ever really happened to me, but where? I mean, all over, girl. There, uh, we went to the Fox one? in Atlanta. That one's supposed to be haunted. By who? <clears throat> who knows? Do any of the queens have ghost stories? No. Mm. No. Well, but there's always another day and another doll. Yes. Uh, and there is a doll that's up for sale, $63. Nico. Nico. Yeah. If you're looking for a doll. You know, I'll, I'll let that teeter in my mind. I'll let you know. Because they say the dolls are living. Well, if she eBay. gets high, you know, like I said, I may, I maybe, I maybe could entertain it. Well, Laganja, unfortunately, we can't use any of the last five minutes of this recording. <laughs> <but> <laughs> thank you for doing this, and I'll see you sometime soon. Love you the most, doll. Mwah. Bye, you guys. Thank you to Laganja. Estranja. <laughs> Go check out everything she does. She's amazing. Um, anyway, are you subscribed or following the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you are? Rate it five stars. Please send me ghost stories in a five-star review or email me at ghostedbyraws at gmail.com. Find my Patreon link in the description of this episode. Cameo, Christmas time. If you want me to do one, it's I think it's still Roz Dresvelez on Cameo. I'm not sure. I think the link's in my Instagram bio. Um, anyway, I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Starbanks Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.